I'm Jamie Nye. He's Drew Romendo. Welcome into the Green Zone. Hope you're enjoying a, another mild afternoon in uh, the uh, province of Saskatchewan. What is it today? Second, checking, are checking. You, are, you, are you talking about like your weather or yeah. our weather? My weather. That's nice. <laughs> it's, it's like zero here. So, okay, it's. Uh, 61 degrees here, which is 16 degrees, I think. You just flip them around. That's how the communist works, right? It's, it's, it's whatever it is, you just flip it around. No, there's actually some weird mathematical equation. Yeah, I don't oh. understand. See, you plus, you add 32, you multiply it by it's nine tenths or some it's, weird it's random number. It's actually 16. 61, 16. That's what it is. <laughs> Anyway, it's very nice uh, in, Sask- in Saskatchewan and also here in California. Yeah, mild day. Andrew Romenda, you just missed it. I was yep. talking about this. We can track plows now in Saskatchewan on the highway hotline. What's that now? You can track yeah. plows, like snow plows oh, on the okay. highways. Oh, so that's, that's... Say, say you're uh, heading, we were tracking a plow from uh, Melville area uh, just be a couple of minutes ago. Where it's like, really? oh, nine minutes ago, it arrived in Melville, uh, traveling north from um, around Hyde, Saskatchewan, and yep. So you know that you're you're the highway that you're going to travel exactly. on is being plowed. Nice. That's actually a nice touch. Actually, probably not for the driver when he wants to take maybe a little bit of a, a snoozer <laughs> or go for coffee at Tim's, but other than that, it's a good deal. That's actually a good deal, I think. Uh, yeah, because there'd be times I would head out, you know. Five in the morning, six in the morning, out to to that place I don't like to name, but talk about it all the time, Edmonton from Saskatoon, and wondering, hmm. Has this thing seen a plow at all this morning? This, yep. And now yep. you can go to the highway hotline and go, hey, a plow just went through hey. there. Perfect. Hey. hey, government can be good for some things. Good for them. <laughs> so I said some things, and I was very, 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 David on that. Okay. Uh, Drew Romenda, a, a story yeah. is uh, coming out in junior hockey. Oh, which the, one? Are you, which one? The, the Sudbury, Sudbury one Wolves. Or the one about the Sioux Greyhounds and the goalie? Well, the, the Sudbury Wolves okay. are being investigated for a bounty on a player of the Barry Colts. This goes back to January when, and this is Drew's favorite thing, uh, fighting uh-huh. somebody for a legal hit. Uh, yeah. So, Kashawn Atchison delivers the hit on Nathan Villeneuve in a January no 18th game. No penalty. It was a legal hit. I watched Clean the video it. of the hit. It's Me too. Villeneuve's coming up the boards, and perfect. Atchison delivers the he, – he's com- compact. He goes in. Even Villeneuve actually sees it coming last minute and tries to yep. protect himself and gets out of the way. He, he was hurt for two games. One of those games was against Barry – in which the Barry Colts said, you know what, we heard they're after you in this one, even though he already fought in the game, which the person who fought Nathan Atchison got suspended for two games because he picked a fight for a clean hit on that one. And so it got out, and now they're investigating for a bounty. Now here's what we don't know. Is this a player-led bounty? Is this a coaching-led bounty? Like, Bounty Gate uh, with the, sorry, 
uh, sorry to use the gate, but that's what they yeah, called it. The German. Gate, they called it back in the it day. It was the New Orleans yeah, Saints and Bounty Gate uh, with the uh, New Orleans Saints. Um, but I was just curious, Drew. <laughs> I was just curious. Now, not that we're condon- like saying, oh, it's okay to have a bounty up for a player. Yeah. But I am sure at a time or two in junior hockey along the day, a player, when it was really ugly, might have said, I'll... Uh, Coffee's on me if someone takes that guy on. I tell you what, in in my experience, never never happened. You just kind of just went and did it. Um, it was almost Kelly, expected more than needing yes, a bounty, right? Yes. That it's like Kelly hey, Kelly okay. <laughs> Kelly Chase tells a story about St. Louis Brett Hull. Um, it wasn't he didn't. He didn't say, I'm going to reward you with something. It was basically Brett got on the bench, and I, I we have to get Kelly on to talk about it, but Brett basically, after getting ran a couple of times, just <laughs> came to the bench and turned down, looked at Kelly and went, really? Really? You can let this happen? And that kind of stuff. I've heard a player look at a coach and say, say, are we going to let them get away with this kind of stuff? And the coach go, I don't know, are we? But I've never heard of the bounty thing. And by the way, the other one, the other one I was talking about was the Sue Greyhounds goaltender who was suing the Sue Greyhounds, a former goalie, because of an injury that didn't get treated properly and sounds like it was awful. But if these things are true, I am I hate the word toxic. But and people have been using it about the way that the, the hockey that hockey hockey is. culture. Hockey, hockey toxic, culture toxic, toxic hockey culture. Right. And I've been arguing against it because there's so much more good in the game than bad. But if these bozos keep operating junior hockey, if this stuff is true, the way that they've been operating it, then how much we can't defend you anymore, morons. We can't. If you're going to keep doing moronic stuff, we're going to have to call you morons. That's just the way it is. Now you we you know we're we've been spoiled around here in Saskatchewan because you've got good people running good programs. Well, Brennan Sonny well, is coming up on the Green Zone later this there week. You go. The the leading the Saskatoon Blades and the way he conducts his Class business. Act. Absolutely. Act. Yeah, and and in Regina, very close with with the group that ran Regina, and, and you know the way that. Well, John that, Paddock. John lead. Paddock. Yeah, but you come on. For crying out loud, that's you can't get much better guy than that. And then you go on and on and on. But when we hear about some of the teams in the East or some of the other teams out there, you're wondering, what are you guys doing? This, and this isn't like, these are the guys now. Like, yes, there are some awful things that have happened. Oh my but goodness. Back in the day. Like, come on. Like today yeah. in this ge- generation of all the yeah. discussion of what's going on and we need better leaders and we need better this and that. And that's, I read the headline and said, bounty. I'm like, what? What? Come on. What are yeah. you doing now? Now I, will... I'm, I now I didn't have my head buried in the sand. I said it earlier in the show. They're the first team that might have got caught, but I imagine there's been a time when something's been said or done in a bounty. But come on, and this is a legal hit. You go watch this hit, and you're that's like, my, "What?" That is my that's my favorite thing nowadays in the National Hockey League. Favorite being finger quotations is how ridiculous the game has become for any clean check. Now, I've told you about this. I've asked some of the guys on the Sharks. I've some, asked some other NHL players, you know, why do you guys do that? 
Well, we can't let him get away with that. Get away with what? Something legal? And they say the same thing. Well, yeah, they can't take advantage of us like that. Well, okay. Well, why don't you fight him after he scores? What do you mean? <laughs> well, after he scores, that's t- totally legal, and they're taking advantage of you. Why don't you fight him after that? Now, these are people I've known for a while, right? And then they say some mean words to me, and I laugh at them, and they laugh at me, and they think I'm soft, and they, I'm an old man, and I don't understand what the hell about the game is because I don't get the code. Yeah, but, Drew Remend is so woke. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't get the code. I don't understand the code. Okay, I don't. I, I've, I've never played in the NHL. I don't get it. But they don't have a reason. They don't, Jamie, they don't have a good reason. They don't have a good reason. Because ha- there is no good there reason. One. Exactly. Exactly. Other than my guy got hurt or looked like he He's might got get hurt, he and I felt bad down. for him, yeah. so now I need to defend him because, like, I don't know, it was a Hockey. clean hit. <laughs> yeah, of course. But now people are, you know, you should cross check a guy in the head if you take a slap shot into an empty net. That is where we're at right now <laughs> uh, in the it's, in hockey. It's the, it's the goofy rules made up again. Luke Gazdick, who I really like Luke, he, when he was in he was in Edmonton, my, my early days in Edmonton, I really like Luke. But Luke said on Sportsnet a couple of Mondays ago that it's an unwritten rule. Well, I have a question. If it's an unwritten rule, is it really a rule? No, it's not. It's something you guys just made up. It's It's all just made up stuff in their head because you knocked my guy down. Yeah, but it's okay. I can do that. It's allowed. No, you can't. What should the penalty it's, be? Like if it was the coach led bounty. Oh, gone. Bye. See you. Goodbye. You're done. You're done for the year. You're gone. Year? year. Or just like it's garbage. You can't. Now, now just, you mean a year like 365 days or just the rest of the season? Uh, that, that the rest of that season. The rest of that season. Oh man, I go farther than that. It would. Be, okay. Hey, Sean Payton got. He wasn't even the head of the bounty, and he was kicked out of the NFL for an entire season. Like it was a year done. Greg Williams got more than that, and that's where I'm like, wow. Here's the other, here's the other here's here's my other one. Does the name Steve Moore ring a bell? Uh, yeah, yeah. John Bertuzzi allegedly. Mark Crawford allegedly. Pointing at the board, his name circled. That's the kind of garbage it gets to. After Steve fought in the f- drop of the puck. I think it was, didn't twice. he fight two guys? Two guys. But he so, won both those fights, so they had to fight yeah, him again, so apparently. They had to fight him again. Exactly. So that's, you want that crap again? So no, the guy, well, okay. I would say if you want to go further than that, fine. But for me, it's that. If if it's true and it's coach led or management led, you're gone. You're gone. You, it's garbage. So the Sudbury Wolves being investigated for a bounty on after an uh, an legal hit, yeah, uh, in the Ontario Hockey League. As we continue here on the Green Zone, uh, coming up, a double take with Daryl Davis. A uh, Britain Gray coming into football at four. Uh, Britain is not impressed with the CFL.ca's power rankings. Um. He's got some questions on why Montreal's number one. Um, They're great cup champions. And I was a little surprised as well on who was number nine, but that's uh, coming up here on the Green Zone. Plus, the new head coach of the Saskatchewan Rattlers in the CEBL. He is a journeyman. 
He has been in nine countries. He played his pro career in Korea and Argentina and France, of course, the United States. Uh, but he was a development coach with the L.A. Clippers and now the head coach of the Saskatchewan Rattlers. We'll meet Larry Abney coming up at 535 this afternoon on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Niger, Amanda with you here on the Green Zone. The biggest controversy as we enter spring training in Major League Baseball. This is a story that's gripping a nation, uh, Drew Romenda. Sure is. They don't like the New Jerseys uh, by fanatics. They just, they hate they're them. not happy. They just, they're gross. They look cheap. They look like knockoffs. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, MLBPA exactly is getting involved. Just, yeah. They actually are really, they are chief looking. They don't look good at all. When you look at the comparison, I think <laughs> it's it was the C, was it the Mariners? Mariners. Uh, one, of the, one of the players posted his jersey from last year to the one yeah. this year. It looked <laughs> from the back, it looks like my son was gifted uh, from his uncle a McDavid sh- like shirt with like McDavid yeah. 97 on it. It looks yeah. like a jersey, right? It looks like that compared to an actual McDavid jersey. That's what the comparison. It looks like, oh, that was a T-shirt you bought at a store. Yeah. Uh, that's a replica of the jersey there. No, no, that's the actual jersey, apparently. Uh, we so. give them away at the Sharks games. We have uh, uh, stuff with the Niners, stuff with the Giants, stuff with the, the everybody, and we call them jerseys, where they're a shirt and a jersey. It's a jersey. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what these these things look like. But the Athletic has a piece, and it's an interesting read, that this isn't new. That apparel companies are, this is a trend of trying to just find the cheapest possible way to make jerseys now. So sports fans might have to get used to getting something that they think is an authentic jersey that looks like, well... You got it for 20 bucks. But that's what the uh, Major League Baseball <laughs> players are dealing with, and their association is heavily involved uh, to heavily. improve the jersey apparel uh, for the 2024 season. Jamie and I and Drew Romendo with you here on the Green Zone on a Wednesday afternoon at 3.35, which means it's time for a double take with Daryl Davis. A double take with Daryl Davis. A double take with Daryl Davis uh, here on the Green Zone. Hey, Jamie. Hi, Drew. Hello. How about those riders? Huh? Yeah, aren't they the? Haven't they won yet? Uh, the Great Cup champs. Pretty close. Yeah, they're getting. That's what it sounds like everybody thinks they're going to be. Now that the the waters have settled here, uh, Ryan Sevier was signed late last week after a year on with us. Uh, what do you think of overall of the work now of Jeremy O'Day? And it sounds like a lot of Corey Mace's, too, like Jermarcus Ardrick was talking about after talking to Corey and A.J. Oletson after talking to Corey, it was convincing, okay, yeah, this is the place I want to play. Well, Corey's convinced us, too, right, in the media and everybody watching that 
this is the place to be, and it's a great team, and they are better. They've done a great job through free agency, Jamie. It's tough to tough to knock that, but free agency doesn't win you the foot the the championship, right? Drafting, keeping teams together, keeping the right players at the right time, puts you together, and a healthy quarterback who's thirty eight years old, coming off knee surgery for five fractures in a, in one knee. Uh, that's still the doubtful thing. You have to wonder about it. I, I know that he could be great, but he could not. There's there's a possibility he doesn't respond to having a to to a a season that was cut short. So how is he going to play? We're going to find that out. <laughs> I'm looking at Drew wincing right now as his knee is throbbing today after a run this morning. But he, what'd you do, Drew? I missed that. You're 25 years older than um, yeah. Trevor I mean, Harris. I, it's it's a, a lifetime of abuse to a knee, but um, <laughs> two two knees. But um, it it is it is an interesting dilemma because was there a better option out there for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at quarterback? And I don't think there was. No, I agree with you on that one. They're, they're, this is the best thing that they were going to do. You, you looked at it in the off season and we kept saying, well, are they going to pay $500,000 a year? The highest paid salary. I, I know he took a mm-hmm. bit of a pay cut to play again at the age 30 at age 38. Well, you got a new coach coming in, new offensive coordinator. You know that they're going to tie themselves to his wagon. Of course they did right from the start, even though we were wondering if they could afford him. Yes, they could commit to him. There wasn't anything better to choose from. There there were no – was there wasn't a single – Drew Brown, you can – okay, maybe he's okay, but maybe he's not. So you look at that free agent list. No, Drew, that's exactly the point. They had no better choice than go with the status quo and keep Trevor Harris here. He he showed that he was about to lead that team. They were three and one when he went down. They were going to be a decent team with him. So let's see how they're going to be with him this year. But he fin- they finally did what we've been all talking about. The fans that phone into you guys on the green uh, the green zone pre and post game. We've been talking about it for the last two seasons. They've beefed up that offensive line. So. Yeah. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, they have in the past two years too, though, Drew. And when, when we we'd go to training camp and say, "Oh, look," well, no, they they tried to. They and you know in the offseason, Peter Godber and Philip Blake yeah. last year, but Blake got hurt in the mm-hmm. last preseason game and was out for what is it, thirteen games? Yeah, and we'd go into training camp thinking, "Oh, they've done a great job building up this offensive line," and this year they've done even a better job of it. But seems pieces seems to either get hurt fall by the wayside. Maybe they're not as good as they, as their uh, bios said. So you start wondering about the recruiting process a little bit, but I, that's the spot where you think that they have done the most work. And it looks like they've built a, an offensive line that should be able to protect uh, by recovering the, quarterback. By the way, I'm not as good as my, my bio says I am either. So I, <laughs> I, I, I relate to that. <laughs> did you write your bio? Yes, of oh, course. Okay. I did. All right. So then it's an auto bio. <laughs> Double take with Daryl Davis here on the green zone. (laughs) There's one thing Daryl Davis loves to do this time of year. Uh, Not a lot of people know this, uh, but whenever there is an all-star game to watch, Daryl Davis is uh, front row center to watch all those all-star games. (laughs) My TV forgets how to work on the weekend. Isn't that a waste of time? Every single sport. I used to even like baseball uh, all-star games. They're not even fun anymore. Baseball used to be, you know, because of all the sports, it used to be the most one-on-one. So you'd have an all-star against an all-star. They don't even show up for that anymore. They don't care. The player, if the players don't care, why should we care? So you're not one to, uh, everybody's writing about how to fix the NBA all-star game. And I'm I like, got one fix. Dump it. <laughs>
what a waste yeah. of time. It's money. It's yeah, money, I know. It's money, I, it's money, it's money. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, so, and and this it's all is, promo stuff. And that's, that's my opinion. Just leave it the way it is. They'll show up. They'll do their song and dance. They'll do the Saturday night three-point contest. It seems like they care more about the three-point contest than they do about actually playing in the game the next day. Three-point and the dunk contest is always big time, too, isn't it? It's kind of fallen off the oh, wayside. okay. I, I, sorry, it's not I didn't as good. No. It's not as good anymore. But it, it would help. And, it, of course, Stephen A. is right uh, when he says it's LeBron's fault that the NBA All-Star dunk contest as failing fans, because when LeBron said no, then everybody, all the other stars went, oh, if he's not doing it, I'm not doing oh, it. I'm so, not doing it. Yeah, it used to be the introduction to the big up-and-coming stars, or or the superstars yeah. were already jumping in, saying, yeah, I want to do it. Like but Vince Carter was doing yeah. it. Michael Jordan was doing it. Like Dominic Wilkins was doing it. And now fantastic. none of the stars really do it anymore for the slam dunk contest. But they do the three-point contest. It was Damian Lillard. Uh, he was out there, of course. Towns was out there. Steph Curry did his own uh, head-to-head with uh, Ionescu, which was a cool moment at the NBA All-Star Game. And they had an LED floor. So that was cool. Oh, sorry I missed that. Yeah, it was an <laughs> LED. All LED. Why? Uh, Drew's right, it's money, but geez. For me, it's just a waste of time. The players don't want to be there. Just give them the time off. That's the one good thing that's come out of the NHL All-Star Game is the way that they combine a bye with it now. Just give those guys a bye in the middle of the season. Give them a couple days off to rest up. The the best players don't get to rest anyway. They've got to go play. And those are the guys you want to have the rest in the middle of the season. So just dump every single one of them. That's what I change. Yeah. Oh, well. That's what I change. I I would change it to it wouldn't be – none of those guys would be eligible. I would the, the top players. I don't want to see you. Go do whatever you're going to do. Go mm-hmm. go do your go do your thing. I want to see the John Scotts of the world <laughs> come back out there. I want to see those guys. Do you make a point because that's the last time I, I was do. interested in an NHL All Star game. Yep. yep, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see the tough guys play. I want to see the fourth liners play. I want to see the six and seven D men play. I want to see the backup goalies play. I want to see them. And then I'm going to put some money up on the line and say, this is what you get. And they get you know, the put- one guy doesn't get uh, winning team. Everybody gets a car. I'm going to be like Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Cause why, why does, why does McDavid, why does Matthews, why do they need vehicles? Why do they need a million dollar purse? And we see so much of them. I'm sick of watching those guys over and over again. What are you, you're Not- sick of watching the best people on the planet play their yep, sport? What, is, what am I listening yeah, to right now? Eventually. Absolutely. We're communism. And we're, Daryl and I <laughs> are leading the way. Socialism. About? Socialism. Oh, Jamie, the best the players right doing the best things. I don't want to watch a yeah. bunch of guys who kind of are don't. okay. But Jamie, they don't. But they don't. They don't. They, they well, go through the motions. Yeah. Did you see Kucherov in this? Well, outside of Kucherov, there's a lot of players trying their. Kuch lost. Kuch lost the now, clock, and he knew he was out of it. Connor McDavid cheated. I swear to goodness, he was <laughs> yeah. cheating on that one uh, obstacle course when he had to skate backwards, and he turned like right away. And I'm like, oh, nobody's going to call him out on that, but just give him the check for a million dollars. Okay, <laughs> Quinn Hughes got absolutely robbed. In the uh, NHL All-Star. <laughs> wow, controversy at the All-Star competition. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting, James. Because Connor McDavid's a cheater. Uh, yeah, he said something, yeah. Get a little interest, yeah. Well, since Gary Bettman's ducking questions about the junior team and the players on it, so you may as well have something happening. Oh, but, 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 he wrote an 11-page report on why Morgan Riley awesome. gets a five-game suspension. Irrelevant. Awesome. Isn't that Utterly irrelevant good was Ridley Griggs' uh, explanation on good. the slap shot into the empty net. That 
that argument is utterly irrelevant. Hooray, Gary Bettman. I, I agree with something. Yeah. He, he's absolutely right. It's utterly irrelevant. A slap shot into an empty net. Oh, horrors of horrors. <laughs> Isn't that horrible to think that? What, did, what did, must he have done to the twine? Jeez. Hey, it's ridiculous. Hey, obviously, obviously, we don't know because code. Code. Is the code. The unwritten code. Know. I heard you guys talking about it just before I came in. Yeah, the unwritten know. code. We don't know. So obviously we're, we're, we're rubes. We don't understand. We got a lot of that. That's what bothered me about the whole thing. Everybody, we, we were all being realistic and saying, what, what's the big deal? Oh, you guys have never played hockey before. What would yeah. you know? Oh, come on. Yeah. We know stupidity when we see it. <laughs> well, when, when people, when people always, and people have thrown that at me before, you've never played in the NHL. No, you're right. Neither does Scotty Bowman. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Touche, right? Seemed to work out. Seemed to work out okay for him. And I often say the best political columnists have never been elected. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> drew Remenda and a double take with Daryl Davis. No, we're not going into politics. We're uh, going to talk a little uh, curling, and uh, I, sh- I should mention a little bit about. You want to talk about your Detroit Red Wings or? I love to. My okay. son, my son Tanner was there the other night for that five nothing game. He sent me pictures. I said, I'm jealous, man. Why didn't you invite me? He's living in Calgary, right? But, uh, oh, yeah, those are good games to watch. They're a wild card team. All of a sudden, I think Stevie Eiserman might know what he's doing. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKO. Jamie and I drew a and a double take with Daryl Davis. Not broken wings anymore, uh, uh, Daryl Davis. They're one six of the last ten in a playoff spot. Detroit's missed the playoffs the last seven seasons. Yay! You've had nothing to watch in the playoffs in seven years, but now maybe this is the year the Red Wings get back in. I've always picked the backup team, Jamie. It's a good idea, but this year I don't have to. I I, I saw the Red Wings. I saw them in Winnipeg. They played really badly. <laughs> I traveled there just to see them, and, and Winnipeg was playing great. At the Doesn't that always suck? Yes. You like spend the money on a trip, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go see my team, and then they lay an egg, and you're like, oh, that was I'll fold worth yeah. the fun. I, should, I guess I should have driven to Calgary on the weekend, right? Because they played great in Calgary. They beat the Flames 5 nothing. They looked awesome. Wasn't it like about a month, month and a half ago, they were talking about, Drew, maybe you can help with it. That everybody said, oh, I think Derek Lalonde, the head coach, is done. Yeah. And then, yeah. kaboom. They've been pretty First, hot since then. Wait, hold on. A team didn't have to make a coaching change to turn around? That's not well, how that works. <laughs> there's another there's an there's a guy who's running that team who his team finished first place overall, then lost in the first round of the playoffs to Columbus, a much lower team. And guess what? He didn't fire the coach. And it worked out pretty well for that guy then in Tampa Bay. His name's Steve Eiserman. From what I'm told, he is the most patient man you're ever going to meet. He talks to everybody in the in the staff. He gets all the information. He analyzes everything, and then he makes his decision. But he's very, very patient. And by the way, Lalonde is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. Just talk to the guy. Listen to the guy. Steve got nothing when he took over that team. There was nothing there, nothing left, and he's rebuilt it and rebuilt it and rebuilt it. And they're. But there's got to be a time, though, guys. I don't know if you agree with me or not. There's got to be a time where the rebuilding stops, yeah. right? And it mm-hmm. becomes it becomes evident that okay, we're here now, and this is 
maybe the year for the Red Wings. Well, adding Patrick Kane and, and Alex DeBrincat, DeBrincat maybe not so much, but Kane is kind of at the end of a career. So you do, you fill them in and think maybe this is the year that's going to help them. It's going to yep. get them into the playoffs. I, they're not a championship team yet. I don't think they can upset every, all the teams in front of them. When you watch some of these teams play, Detroit's not that good, but certainly capable of competing. What else can they fill in with, though, right? The, there's some great players. Cider, the only guys, I don't think this is the year. I think, no. I think, like, I, it's I think still, they make it. I'll make the playoffs. They're just a wild sure, card at the moment, though, right? So they're hanging by their teeth. But when, when you start to see them really compete uh, and start to rise up, higher in the Atlantic next year, the year after we'll see the more development of the Detroit Red Wings, but a real quick double take on the 22 year old rookie skip at the Scotties and Skylar Ackerman with a big win this morning, four and three record needs a win against a BC tonight to uh, try to get into that final six. But the fact we're having this conversation this late in the week is a pretty good sign for a, a team that has at, at times looked pretty good and at times have shown that, yes, they are a rookie team at the Scotties Tournament. They do look young at times, don't they, when you watch them? And the way they started, shot out of the gate, hey, which is kind of here. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? And, and then all of a sudden you start thinking, and you you alluded to it earlier in the show, Jamie, they wear down a little bit. They don't realize that, you know, they're not used to very often these week-long bond spiels and all the things that go with it and the responsibilities, and they're playing top-level competition all the time. So once in a while you go, whoa, whoa, and you, you see them crack a little bit. But the way she bounced back, I know it wasn't a tough team. It was Newfoundland Labrador today, so it shouldn't be too tough. But maybe they'll win tonight. But making the playoffs, we've seen some tough Saskatchewan rinks the last little while not get very far in, in the in the Scotties. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's pretty fun to watch. We've talked about the, it might be time for some turnover in the ranks when you got 22-year-old skips leading the way in Saskatchewan. That's not a bad sign for the future. Well, maybe they can compete against Holmans and and. Well, whoever's left after Jennifer Jones retires. Well, you, you look at the, some of the, the teams, they interchange all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Caitlin Laws, now that she's leading her own rank, will rise. But as uh, Russ Howard told us going into the Scotties, so when I asked about Skylar Ackerman, she's like, she's the next one in Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saskatchewan has had some great curlers, and she's the next one. There's not another team around that is that young and has that much promise, and she's getting some... Uh, pretty good experience at the Scotties uh, this week, and maybe, just maybe, makes the final six. I tell you, they make the playoffs. That's great experience going forward. Then they've been there, and it usually takes you a step at a time. Well, you don't win the first time through very often. Last boy. year, well, yeah. last year she made the playoffs of the provincials, mm-hmm. uh, lost out, uh, and then this year learned that, and there she was uh, winning this provincial Scotties. Uh, so we'll be watching tonight against BC to see if she can win and go to five and three to wrap out the round robin and then needs just a tiny bit of help. She just needs really Quebec to lose one of two, right? one of their final two. And it's a pretty good indication uh, she will be into the playoffs. Uh, but that's a double take with Daryl Davis. We'll see you again next week, Daryl. seeing you guys. Oh, yeah, and then we'll see you at the Briar, too. Oh, a couple yeah. of times, I'm the sure. Bench. The Rec Laws next Friday. Don't I miss heard, it. I heard, yeah. You think they'll play your song? They damn they well better be. Anthem. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. No, no, no we're good. <laughs> no. We're fine. We got some local we're anthem good? singers that are pretty darn good, good around these parts. Excellent. We don't need them to do that. <laughs> 